What's up, people? This is Jacob with Southern Wedding Professionals back again with another awesome, awesome person that I can't wait to dig into and find out more about. We're talking about Chloe Jackson with Wildfire Wedding Planning. Tell me about you. How you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so stoked that you're here. Um, uh, you your reputation sort of precedes yourself in the Chattanooga area. Um, yeah. Tell us, um, give us a little background on you just to start, um, just like a, uh, just like a, well, actually, before you do the background, let's actually talk about who you are, what you do, uh, just in broad strokes. We'll get to the details later, and then we're going to jump backwards and see how you got into this thing. Absolutely. So, I mean, a large portion of, of who I am is the business. I definitely put my heart and soul into it. Um, I guess I would say when I'm not uh, doing weddings or planning weddings or um, focused on the business, I'm typically in a yoga class. I love um, anything outside. I mean, that's really why I gravitated towards Chattanooga is, you know, the outdoor scene here um, mm. is amazing and it's it's a yes. beautiful city and um i love traveling and just anything that i'm interacting with people i'm, I'm there for it that's awesome so uh tell us about wildfire wedding like uh some of the broad strokes of kind of what you guys do absolutely so I got into the wedding industry as an event manager, and you know, with that, I got to see corporate events, nonprofit events, um, and weddings. And I gravitated towards the weddings because you know it's just such a personal event, and I loved just you know how much people cared about you know putting this together and just how important this day is. Um, so I started my own company three years ago and, you know, I've been working really hard ever since to continue to fine tune the process and make wedding planning fun again, make it easy for clients because, you know, a lot of the times this is their first big event that they've planned um, in their life. So it's been really fun. That's awesome. So, so what was your original inspiration behind it? Was this something that you kind of fell into or was it um, something that was like always sort of the dream? Give us like some background as to how you really, uh, you know, got this idea that you even wanted to start that sort of internship, uh, you know, working for someone else type of thing. Absolutely. So I went to the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga and I was pursuing a business degree. I've pretty much my whole life always known I would be an entrepreneur because any job I ever had I would think about it in terms of like, well, if this was my business, this is how I would do it. Mm -hmm. um, so I've always been, always been entrepreneur minded. And, you know, I was having a business degree. I was majoring in finance um, and investments and I really enjoyed that, but um, really wanted to get into something a little bit more social, a little bit more fun. And um, I actually took a personality test and um, I'm an ENFJ. So the top two um, professions that are, are good for my personality type, the second one was an event planner. And I was like, oh, that sounds fun. Did a Google search. Oh, they're looking for an event. They're looking for an intern at this event venue. So um, tried it out, loved it. Uh, did that for a couple of years. And then I was like, yeah, I can do this on my own now. <laughs> <laughs> you've, got, you've, you've got guts. That's yeah. a, uh, that's a huge thing. So, I mean, how do you, um, when you, after you get done with this internship and you decide I'm going to jump into owning my own company, uh, running everything, I mean, what's going through your brain here? Like how, like, how did you just know that you're going to be able to just pull this off? I mean, like you had to have a lot of guts, right? Yeah. I mean, I was 23. So, I mean, just kind of figuring like, wow. What are taxes? Uh, I need to do what <laughs> with my health insurance? Um, so, you know, while trying to figure all of the life things out, um, it was definitely something I leaned on um, my community for. So because I had worked in the event industry for the last couple of years, um, I already sort of knew what, what DJs I really liked, what... Um, florists I like to work with. And, um, you know, I, I just asked a lot of questions while I was at the venue about, hey, what do you look for in wedding planners? Like, what's like the, the most important thing that um, qualifies a good planner? 
And, you know, after getting the feedback from all of these different vendors in my community, I was like, you know, I feel confident that like I can make these people proud. And, you know, once that, once that happened and I started having those conversations about getting serious about owning my own company and, and branching out, um, you know, it just sort of all fell together. Um, it was like, you know, a couple of months went by and, uh, I had weddings on the books and then I was like, oh, I've got this cute little office space. It was like a co-working networking type situation. And I was like, uh, it just sort of kind of all came together. I don't, I mean, it definitely was a lot of work. It didn't just fall into place, but um, everything that I set goals towards, um, I was able to achieve pretty quickly. That is awesome. So yeah, obviously you didn't jump into this blind. You, uh, I mean, I think really reaching out to the people that you had already built relationships with through the internship was probably pretty crucial. Um, and it's, it's in, especially for your network, as far as letting people know that you're there and that uh, I'm sure very quickly those people sort of really recommended you, uh, you know, to their potential clients if they hadn't found a wedding planner. And then you were kind of off, uh, off to the races from there. That's really cool. Yeah, it was, it was super fun. Um, I really enjoyed like the beginning stages, all the, all the hustle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the hustle. That's true. So if you're, if we have like, you know, people that are maybe young and like wedding planning these days or just young in the business. Um, how did you go about in the beginning since you're, you said you're three years in or so, like, how did you go about in the beginning, really getting the word out about who you are and what you do? Like, what were some of your advertising techniques to sort of, you know, really boost your profile? Yeah. Um, people call me all the time and, you know, ask for advice on, you know, how to get started and um, in this industry. And I mean, it's a huge social industry. So of course, um, networking, going to networking events was, was huge. Um, I advertised on Wedding Wire and The Knot, and that really helped me develop, you know, what is my, um, what is my aesthetic? How am I different? Um, to the other planners that were in the area. Um, obviously getting a website, that was crucial. Um, you know, just basically building my brand and, and being able to say like, what, what does my company and the difference in my company look like in a digital form? Um, in addition to obviously being in person and networking and, and things like that. So. Right. Which those in-person things are always like where you I feel like a lot of people really shine um, or have the chance to shine, you know, because then you're really getting to know the person. Mm -hmm. um, well, that's really cool. Like, I just wonder, like, in the process of you trying to figuring out, like, or in the process of you thinking about who you are and then how to, like, personify that, like, in a digital package, um, you know, what were some of the, maybe the attributes that came across to you that you felt like resonated with your clients early on? Like, what were some of the part, things about you that, made them want to, to choose you to, to work with? Yeah, I mean, I did a lot of, and I mean, I'm sure you, you've experienced this as well. Um, when you own a company, you really have to figure out who you are. And I did a lot of digging and, and trying to figure out like, why are these people booking me? And um, who is my ideal client? Um, people that I enjoy working with, people that enjoy working with me. And this is such a, such a social business. It's such a interpersonal business that it's basically like my ideal clients are just people that would be my best friends. Um, I find myself, you know, I keep in touch with all of my clients. We grab coffee or dinner, even after the wedding is over, because these are people that I enjoy being around. And I've spent the last year helping with such an important day. Um, and I think that's, that's big is just, you know, I had to figure out who I am in order to figure out who would I want to be associated with or who would take a, take value from what I have to offer. So I think it's a lot of, um, you know, I like to have fun. I like to travel. A lot of my clients like to go out to eat. We talk about restaurants. Um, it's just basically people who would be my best friends. So I love that. Um, especially if you're, if you just immediately know and kind of have that intuition after meeting someone or talking with them on the phone to know whether you're a good fit, um, 
you know, because there is, it, I tell people all the time, it's about finding your fit. Um, right. Because there's plenty of people out there that do whatever it is that you do, no matter what industry you're in. And as long as you always find your fit, you're, you're always going to be in the wheelhouse of the people that, uh, you know, that you're looking for. Exactly. But I mean, there's a professional side of it too. Um, you know, obviously being organized and being able to, um, you know, execute a day of being calm, cool, collected. Like there's a lot of just basic things that I think all wedding planners, good wedding planners possess. Um, but on top of that, as far as finding your people that it, it really has to be something that you enjoy and, and people that you want to be around. I mean, you're going to be spending a lot of time with these people. So I would imagine having that kind of a relationship would really help. Um, that's awesome. So tell me about um, your organization. Um, how, many, uh, how many people do you have guys uh, working under you as far as uh, consultants or just administrative? Like where, where does your uh, company sort of stack up in that uh, regard? Yeah, so um, I've built my structure a little bit differently um, than a lot of wedding planning businesses. Um, and it basically was just kind of what I was looking for when I was applying for wedding planning positions. Um, you know, typically there's like the main planner and then um, people that assist or help out. Um, but my goal is to empower entrepreneur-like um women or or men i haven't had any men in the company yet but I'm okay <laughs> um to being able to do weddings on their own so i take them through a training process where they do um 10 weddings sort of apprenticing under you know learning our documents learning how we run weddings and then they graduate and go off and do weddings on their own so right now we have five planners on the team. Um, wow. And then we also have assistant planners who are trained, um, you know, just very well trained to assist if there's anything that happens to your lead coordinator. You know, you have somebody who knows uh, what they're doing, assisting on day of. And then I think we have like 14 or 15 interns um, that just help on day of and assist with um, the logistics as far as wedding day. So we always show up with a team. Um, a lead coordinator and assistant coordinator and two interns. So that requires a huge staff, obviously with availability and weekends um, and things of that nature. But it's been really fun. I love um, teaching people the reins on, on how to do um, weddings and everybody has their own personalities. And it's been really cool to um, watch everybody grow and be able to do their own weddings. So that's really interesting you like have your own academy yeah essentially. it's you, like you literally take people in to say i want to be a wedding planner and you're like all right i'm going to show you how to do it over 10 weddings mm -hmm. and you show them your entire process now do these people always after the 10 weddings do they always go off and start their own business or are these people that are that you look at those and you're like i kind of want you on my team uh and you know and sort of bring them into your fold so um, they get assigned weddings um, through, the, through the brand. So they would work um, and do their own weddings, but um, through Wildflower and obviously, you know, we handle like the advertising and they're able to use the office space, uh, which you know from earlier, <laughs> um, and, and those types of things. So we just continue to um, have them under our umbrella, but it, it's more of like a, like a brokerage type thing. So you know, just connecting clients uh, with our planners and finding the right fit for our clients um, based off of our different personalities that we have on the team. Wow. That's a really cool idea, being able to like broker, you know, the relationship between the client that needs a certain type of wedding planner and then the actual wedding planner themselves. That's a really cool idea. Where'd you yeah. come up with that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just, um, I basically was like, well, you know, I'm not the right fit for everyone, but I want to be able to service everyone's needs. And, you know, I'm very hyper aware of my strengths and weaknesses. And um, so I was like, I need to have people on the team that can make this a great company, well-rounded and balanced. So 
Um, you know, Bailey, she's been on the team for the longest. Uh, she's been amazing and she's hyper organized, very like efficiency, like guru. And she kind of helps me and I'm more of an idea person. I'm like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to go here. And, you know, I need someone to kind of hone me in and say like, okay, this is, this is what we're going to do. This is the plan. Let's, let's take the step by step. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I feel like every good organization has that idea person. And then that other person that's like over their shoulder saying, hey, uh, this is, let's bring down the balloon here, you know, from the sky. And kind of <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. So, okay. So, um, so uh, just for clarity and numbers sake, um, you said you have about 15 interns or something like that happening right now. And five of those are in your program. Um, and then uh, how many like lead consultants um, or like people do you, how much, I'm guess I'm stumbling over my words here. What, uh, how many other people do you have that are like basically lead planners that sort of assist you? So right now, um, Bailey, she's been with the company the longest. So she like assists me with, um, projects and things of that nature here mm -hmm. in Chattanooga. Um, and then, and she also does weddings on her own. And then Whitney, she's our lead um, wedding planner as well. She does weddings on her own here in Chattanooga. And then we just brought on um, Kaylee, who is um, training to be a lead planner in Nashville. And she's going to help me out with projects and development there. Um, and then we also have Bailey. F, who has been a planner, she's been an assistant planner here for the last year, and she has been promoted to do um, planning as well, so. That sounds like quite the team. <laughs> yeah, they're great. Love them. And it, and it also sounds like that you're starting to branch out beyond the Chattanooga area. What's your sort of, um, what's your sort of like long-term one to three year sort of plan as it pertains to that? Sounds like you already got that, uh, those wheels in motion. Yes. So, um, my plan is to expand to Nashville and Atlanta. And so we've gotten to the point of, we have a couple of weddings there. Um, but really kind of like focusing in on, you know, kind of dominating those markets, getting competitive. We've, um, opened up our websites to those markets and um, I've been spending half of my time in Atlanta just networking and um, being a part of the community there. Whereas Kaylee has been um, living in Nashville and, and kind of marketing the Wildflower brand there as well. So definitely would like to see Wildflower in those bigger cities. And, um, you know, I've kind of just always based the business off of, you know, one of my goals, but also what the girls want to do as well. So I'm really inspired by people. So if someone comes to me and says like Kaylee did, Hey, I, I want to do weddings in Nashville. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me help you make that happen. Um, and here's what I've learned and, and here's what I've done to be successful. And um, now let me, let me help you with what your goals are. So it just sort of depends. I, I also love to travel. So, um, you know, doing weddings, really anywhere um, that I would like to travel or that I'd be willing to go is, is there's really nothing off the books, I would guess, but our short-term goals are, are Nashville and Atlanta. Right. That's cool. I mean, those are obvious uh, choices for you. I mean, they're literally right down 75 and right over on 24. So, um, so that, I mean, and you know, about equal distance, um, sort of. Uh, right so. Yeah, I mean, it's like, that's a perfect uh, logical place to expand to, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, and especially if you already have somebody, you know, locked in in Nashville, for example, um, that's, a, that's a really great uh, advantage to have from the get. Absolutely. <laughs> well, um, well, this is, this is great. Um, tell me a little bit about um, your, uh, your abilities to... Uh, take in somebody because i want to i want to go back to this academy thing because i just think that's so unique and uh how when you first off is it is the academy i'm going to call it the academy because i don't know if you have a name for it do you have a name for it i mean it's just our wildflower training program i don't wildflower training program <laughs> i like it so um 
in this wildflower training program, is it just like, uh, I know that you're, you're grooming these people for, you know, basically 10 weddings worth of dates and, um, and, you know, and probably all the preparation in between those weddings that you're teaching these people, but are you just accepting anyone and everyone that wants to come in or is there like an application process for those that may be listening that might say, Hey, I might want to do this. Yeah. Um, you know, I definitely, not everybody graduates from the program. Um, I have a lot of girls that come to me and, and want to, be a wedding planner, but I think, you know, the biggest uh, misconception I think about wedding planning, it is that it is all of the, the frills and the, the picking out the linens and the decor. And I mean, that is a big part of it. However, there, it's hard work. It's 10 hours on day of, it's dealing with emotions and um, personalities and um, keeping up with the organization. There's a lot of hard work that goes into it. Um, and I think the biggest thing I look for when bringing someone on to the wildflower training program is just the ability to work hard. Um, and that's why most of our uh, wedding planners started off in an intern position in the company. And then, you know, if they were able to excel or, you know, after doing a couple of weddings, realize like, oh, this is something I actually want to do. Um, then to be able to come and come to me and say, hey, I'm interested in something more um, and being able to work for that and, and not just expect tomorrow that you're doing your own weddings. Um, so hard work is is a huge thing that I look for, passion, um, just being able to keep up and uh, it's a very fast paced industry, especially on day of. So um, there's, there's quite a few qualities I look for in, in wedding planners. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, people these days that have the entrepreneurial spirit or that they watch some, maybe some inspirational videos on YouTube and then they're like, I'm ready to be an entrepreneur like right now. Um, I kind of feel like those people sometimes miss the boat and the importance of apprenticeship um, and also just the ability to work for someone else um, right. and learn from their mistakes or learn how they would probably do things differently um, so that when they are um, comfortable enough and they learn the trade well enough um, in all formats, because if you're the CEO in the beginning, you're also the CFO and the COO and all the other branches of a business that needs to be, you know, assembled. So um, that apprenticeship program, I mean, it, a lot of people get a dirty word about it just because, you know, it's usually it's a lot of these internships are unpaid or, you know, or maybe they don't pay a whole lot in the very beginning and you got to keep a second job. But the fact of the matter is you've got to learn the craft, right? Right. And I mean, it definitely, it's, it just takes time. Um, you know, there's just, there's only so much that I can teach someone or prepare or theorize about, but it really just takes that experience of like day of, here's your issue. There's always something that's going to come up. How are you going to handle it? You know, they're all very specific to the day. So, you know, it's just something you have to, you have to experience in order to, to learn and to know like, Hey, I feel confident enough that Chloe, I don't need you anymore. I can go off and handle these problems that come up on my own. So it's really just about making them feel comfortable and confident in um, their, their abilities to handle a wedding day. And I mean, you're not going to be able to get to that until you have seen it all, you know, or come close to at least seeing it all. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess that every, wedding presents the opportunity of like, well, I've never seen that happen before. Um, but oh, yes. <laughs> I learn something new every single wedding. I'm like, well, that's a first. <laughs> right. But you got to get, over you got to put in that time. Right. You got to put in that time learning and, and going through those broad strokes of knowing how to handle every situation with, uh, you know, with a great attitude and, and an ability to sort of uh, see above the, all the noise, you know, because that's what they're paying you to do. They're paying you to be there and to be the logical person in the room and make the decisions that need to be made when you need to make them. Right. Exactly. And I think, 
you know, a lot of people, and the reason why I got into this was because people would hire their parents or like a family member to be like the wedding coordinator on day of. Um, but they're not thinking logically. They're not professionals. They don't know how to deal with problems that arise um, if a vendor forgets something or, you know, being able to decipher, is this a big deal to be like stressed out about? Or is this like, oh, this happens all the time. This is the, the remedy. Um, so really having a professional on day of that is logical and experienced in handling problems that arise so that, you know, the bride and groom never have to hear about it. You know, they're just drinking their mimosas, hanging out with their friends, enjoying the evening rather than getting, you know, chatter on, oh, someone forgot the cake, you know, like, that's just not what you want on your wedding day, so... I don't know how people don't have coordinators for weddings. It, it baffles me. That's a really great pivot point. Let's talk about um, the packages that you offer uh, your clients. Absolutely. So we have two main packages. Um, our month of coordinating package is basically that day of help. Um, it's for clients that feel very comfortable with the planning process. Um, reaching out to the vendors and, and leading up to the month before. And that's kind of when we come in, take over vendor communication, um, finalize with the vendors, make sure anything that you haven't forgotten or anything that you may have forgotten has been thought about. Um, and then obviously execute on day of, whereas um, we also offer a planning package, which is full service. We're there through every step of the way, going to those vendor consultations, helping make the decisions that lead towards those, those goals that you have for the wedding. Because, you know, there's so many different ways to put on an event these days. You could be casual, you could be formal, it could be all out in every way, or it can just be, you know, maybe the decor isn't super important. So we really try to figure out what is important to the client and guide them in the right direction on these are the vendors you need to work with in order to execute an event that's in your mind. So that's cool. So um, it sounds like that based upon your um, experience with uh, these variety of clients that you're able to pinpoint vendors from the get go that can make their particular, um, you know, dream come true, essentially. Absolutely. So, I mean, you know, if someone's like, hey, I, I really want this wedding on Pinterest, it's like maybe trendy, it's very, um, you know, modern, uh, I would point them in one direction vendor-wise, whereas if they're like very classic, they want a very sophisticated look, I would point them in a different direction. Um, so, you know, it really is just all about networking and, and knowing what all is out there vendor wise and being able to connect the right vendor with the right client, because I don't think there's a cookie cutter way to do a wedding. Um, it's very personality based. Right. I'm sure that personality, um, uh, that personality search whenever you sign on with a client is I would imagine is probably pretty rather extensive, right? I mean, like when you sit down with somebody, do you hand them like this big questionnaire and then it's, <laughs> it's almost like a personality test. And then you're like, at the end of it, you're like, Oh, I know exactly who you ready to call. Um, um, walk us through that. And so the process when we book a client is we'll have an initial planning meeting and that's typically at the venue that they've booked and, you know, just saying, okay, what is your vision? Like when you imagine your day, like what is most important to you? And so pinpointing, you know, is it the decor? Is it the atmosphere? Is it, you know, the photography, you know, just basically figuring out what's important to them. And then we dive into every other aspect and, you know, there's invitations, catering, entertainment, um, florals, rentals, and I mean, just diving into all of that and saying, well, one, how much do you have to spend? And then two, what can you get for that? Um, it's a lot about managing expectations and um, pointing people in the right direction that um, fits into whatever it is that their goals are. Right. And one other thing I, I, I sometimes I forget to ask, so I want to make sure I ask it now. Do you specifically do weddings or do you also venture into like the corporate event sort of world? I'm all weddings. All weddings, all the time. All the time. I love it. I, I, I love it when people are, are specialized, you know? I love it when people are like, this is what I do well, and this is what I'm going to do, and I'm not even going to fool with the other side of, uh, of, of the business. That's really cool. Yeah. 
I found out what I liked and I was like, that's it. Wedding. <laughs> I'm going to do weddings. That's it. Right. I mean, it makes sense. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a great business to be into. I mean, people pay taxes, uh, people pass away and people get married. So, right. so there, there, there you yeah. have it. Um, the, um, oh, sorry. Keep going, please. Oh, I just, I was saying it's a, it's just such a special event. Um, you know, my sister, she does like plans festivals and concerts and, you know, I, I love being a part of that too, but when it comes to my business, it's just, I think I really believe in love and I believe in, um, in weddings and I just think that they're so much fun and that's where my passion is. So I think niching out and, and really just focusing on this is what I do has been really, really done really well for me. So I would recommend. There you go. I mean, you're three years in it. I mean, and from what it sounds like, you're doing really well. Um, yeah. the, um, the, the next question I want to ask is, is sort of topical. Um, and it's, uh, it's dealing with today and COVID and the impacts on your business. And I already see your eyes rolling. So I know uh, what's going on uh, and probably what's going through your head, but let's, let's talk about that just for a little bit. Okay. Um, I don't want to make it a huge part of, of the thing. Cause I feel like people just get beat over the head with COVID all the time, but we would be remiss to not speak of uh, the current time and the current climate. How is your, how's your clientele doing? Are they executing weddings? Are they punting them for next year? Are they, um, uh, you know, I mean, are, how, how's the client, how's the consumer confidence in, and sort of purchasing uh, a wedding with you, um, f you know, into 2021 or even for this year? I mean, what's, what's your overall assessment of the whole thing? Yeah, so COVID has put quite the wrench in everything. Um, you know, when it first uh, came to light that the disease was, um, was running rampant, and we were all forced to quarantine in order to, you know, get a better handle on it. So pretty much, you know, typically April and May is our busiest uh, month. And we actually had 27 weddings scheduled uh, for April and May that we had to reschedule. Um, due I just to want to make sure I heard that right. 27 weddings? 27 weddings. Woo! Um, yeah. It was fun. <laughs> well, sorry. Go ahead and continue, please. It was kind of, um, I was really thankful. Obviously, it was really, really stressful um, being someone that, uh, you know, brides and clients and um, the girls that work here mm -hmm. are, you know, asking me for questions and answers uh, to things that I don't, I didn't really know, Um you know, and basically I just was like trying to stay positive, like this is all going to blow over. Um, and so we just helped our clients reschedule. And I was really thankful for that during quarantine, where I think a lot of people had a loss of um, purpose, whereas, you know, I was helping people through the stressful time. And, you know, we were all leaning on each other um, and understanding that this is a stressful time and, and that we have to all band together. So um, we rescheduled, like I said, 27 weddings, and then we started back up doing weddings in June. And then now, um, July as well, we have a busy August, um, coming up. And, you know, I think since the quarantine has been lifted, we are all just learning how to live amongst the pandemic rather than in spite of it. Mm -hmm. And that's just something well I really said. strongly believe in. Um, and just taking safety precautions during COVID and, you know, we're, we're doing all of the necessary, um, things during weddings in order to keep our clients and their guests safe. So, mm. yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it goes without saying that this has been absolutely incredibly difficult for just about everybody. Um, but like, uh, to reschedule 27 weddings over the course of two months, um, and then have to look at, you know, the next wave of people that are coming your way um, or, and all the events that you have coming up. Um, do you feel like a lot of those people that were getting rescheduled were looking at the end of this year or were they looking more into just 2021 in general? So it's been very case by case. 
Um, and I, I listen to the circumstances of each um, client in particular. You know, a lot of it could be, you know, I have family coming in from out of the country, so I can't have my event. Um, and that it's been very case by case. A lot of our, I would say about half and half. So a lot of our weddings in August are rescheduled from April and May. So um, I would say probably six of them are rescheduled. And then a lot of them would reschedule to next year. And so, you know, I just kind of let the client, whatever you feel comfortable with, like I'm going to try and be as accommodating as I possibly can and do everything that I can to make this process easy for you. We would reach out to all of the vendors and let them know, hey, this is the new date. Um, and just, you know, trying to provide a, a service to to people and, and making this this time as easy as possible because it is stressful. And I've seen that a lot with my clients coming up who are just like, Hey, I've been kind of weird or like weary about booking the last few vendors that I need for the wedding, because I don't know if I'm going to be able to have it. Um, and with that, I mean, like I said, I believe that we should be, you know, having weddings obviously, because, you know, first of all, you found the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with and you plan this occasion and maybe it's going to be a little bit different or look a little different than you had originally thought. But, um, I think it's important to follow through with, um, follow through with those things. And, um, I think that there are plenty of, of safe ways to do it. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, uh, speaking on the safe way of doing things, a lot of people are starting to look at this idea of virtual weddings. Did you have anybody come up with, uh, those sort of ideas, uh, through the whole thing, or did you discourage that, uh, sort of activity? Like do you guys offer virtual weddings in, in the, in the, uh, case of COVID or anything like that? You know, I've heard about the virtual wedding thing. None of my clients have come to me wanting to learn more about that so mm -hmm. i haven't wasted my time in researching <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I think um mostly people are just limiting it um you know originally looking at 200 people and then um maybe now looking more towards 50% capacity of the venues. So just smaller weddings. Um, we've been taking temperatures at the door. Um, we've been limiting how many people are around the tables, obviously utilizing outdoor options as much as possible. In addition to with catering protocols, serving the food rather than having guests, you know, touch the utensils. So, you know, I've looked at it just basically when I go into a restaurant, you know, there's all of these safety precautions that they take in order to keep me safe. I'm still going to go to restaurants. I still need to eat food and don't particularly like to cook. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to sit out on the patio, have my lettuce wraps. And um, when I go inside, I'm going to wear a mask. And I think, you know, if you are a high risk individual, you should show up to the wedding with a mask. Um, definitely a believer in that. And I just think that there's, there's a, a way to, to do it socially responsible um, to still have your wedding and follow through with those things. Right. Yeah. Um, I love the idea of the, you know, of the uh, caterer, you know, plating food and bringing it to everybody, even more so than like a, say a typical buffet that you might see at a wedding. I just think that's like, uh, even like a, a step up in like, classiness and and those type of things like or whatever the word would be but um i think that's some of the things that's come of this um you know this horrible epidemic has like really challenged our industry to sort of think forward and to think uh think bigger um and what's really cool about wedding planners like yourself is that you're already super creative so um you know being in this time, it's caused all of us to sort of stretch and sort of learn, you know, what's possible um, and maybe even um, inspired some new ideas, you know? Absolutely. If there's a problem, I can find a solution. So <laughs> it's definitely been challenging, but it's nothing that I can't handle. So right. whatever the client needs. That's awesome. Um, I love that. Um, well, um, in, uh, in sort of like getting closer towards the end of our time together, I'd like to ask you a few things um, that maybe uh, 
you've never had a chance to say publicly to anyone. Um, but like, uh, yeah, I no, 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 it's, it's all good. It's all, <laughs> don't worry. I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go Joe Rogan with this and start talking about DMT and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I love Joe though. Um, I hope to meet you one day, Joe, wherever you are. Um, I guess he's moving to Texas now. I heard. So anyway, um, the, uh, I always like to ask like what people in your life has been maybe the most influential, um, in becoming you becoming the person that you are. Is there anyone that comes to mind? I mean, definitely my mom. I think, you know, just early on, she's just really the strongest woman I've ever met and um, just instilled me with this uh, mindset that I can really do whatever I want to do. And especially coming from, you know, it's a place where, or a society that, you know, I don't necessarily push I don't think that in the past, maybe we've pushed women the way um, that we could career-wise or professionally. I, I came from a small town where everybody graduated and then they started a family and that was it, you know, and I've always been pushed to do more and expected to do more. And I mean, it wasn't a question of if I was going to college, it was where, you know, there was, there wasn't an option. Um, and I don't think college is the, the right path for everyone, but it definitely was something that I took a lot of value from. And, you know, I just, I think back to uh, her and I'm, I'm very inspired by how she guided and, and, and led me. And that's something that I hope to do with girls that, want to be wedding planners or are career oriented and want to, to make an impact in, in that way. So I just hope to be like her to, to others as well. That's amazing. Um, give us like, if somebody were to ask you like for a piece of advice, um, and this could be broad, it could be very specific to the wedding industry, it doesn't matter. Like what, if somebody comes to you and says, tell me something that's gonna make my life better, what what comes to the top of mind? Um, I there's so many things, but I guess the first thing that I thought of was I just stop caring what other people think and be you. I mean, I feel like the day that I learned that and yes. early twenties, it's just always trying to accommodate everyone and. I just feel like the day that I decided, you know what, I really don't care um, what other people think. I'm just going to go after it and staying focused on that. That was the day that I've been the happiest. Um, so I guess that would be my biggest advice, especially to women or just anyone trying to start a business. I think it's very scary to say, hey, I'm doing this and I might fail. Um, oh, this person doesn't think I'm good enough, or maybe this, my competitor is, is doing this and there's no way I'll ever, you know, just what, what all of those things, like, don't care. Like, just do what you want to do and go for it. I love it. That's great. <laughs> I, I love that so much. I told, I just told a friend of mine just today, he called me and he asked me and he said, he said, man, I'm kind of struggling with this whole pandemic thing. And I don't really know, like, you know, I'm, I'm a great musician and, you know, but right now I can't do my job and I feel like a fish out of water, you know, um, but I have these other interests, but I'm kind of scared. And, you know, and I just told him, I said, man, be yourself. Just do you stop caring so much. Go and just try it. Go for it. Don't you know, because, uh, right. And he was a little afraid about maybe how uh, he would be received or, and I was like, don't worry about that. Just like literally be yourself. Yeah. And, and, and do what you've got to do. And, um, and if you do that, I really honestly feel like that those people will find you. You know, if, I mean, if you, if you do your work, um, the people that you need to be connected with uh, to take your career to the next level, whether it's being a wedding planner or being a musician or, you know, whatever, whatever, your, uh, you know, whatever your, your goals are, those people are going to be attracted to you. Absolutely. They're going to find you. You know, and when you find them, then you figure out ways to help them and you figure out how to, how to work together. And 
and those type of things. It's, that's a great piece of advice. Thank you. Kind of crushed that one right out of the <laughs> It's like, bam, there it is. Oh, um, think too much. <laughs> okay, so I've got a few more questions for you, and this is going to be very illuminating to your personality and who you are and all these kinds of things. Um, I, one of these days, I'm going to come up with a fancy name for it, like, uh, you know, uh, you know, SWP's personality test. Um, but I don't know. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you a question. You give me the answer. All right. Got it. Are you ready? Ready. All right, here we go. Beach or mountains? Beach. Why? I was born in Hawaii, so I'm an island baby. You were born in Hawaii? Mm -hmm. Yeah, my dad was in the military. My mom lived there for 30 years. They met, you know, I moved around a lot as a kid as a military brat. But I mean, every time I'm on an island, I go back to Hawaii. I love Puerto Rico. I'm in Destin. I mean, that just, I mean, it's everything to me. I feel my, my most self on the beach. How, how long did you get to experience Hawaii as a, as a child? I was there until I was six that's pretty cool mm -hmm. but i go back and visit every year i can't stay away <laughs> <laughs> i went to hawaii for the first time uh last year and it was totally one of those deals where i found it and the tickets were so cheap and it was the total red eye flight and i was only there for about like four or five days and i can honestly say that um someone who's doubted the trip to hawaii to say you know like well you know the caribbean's right here why you know, I live in Atlanta, so like, you know, going to the Caribbean is so easy, it's so great, it's super fast, and you know, to fly all that way, it's it's totally worth it. I, yeah. I, I it's 100% worth it, and a completely different uh, culture and vibe all, all together. Absolutely. I tell everyone it has permanent golden hours. So you know that light right before the sun is about to set and everything's golden and honey pot and beautiful? literally that is what Hawaii looks like 24 seven. It's gorgeous. Yeah. The hikes there are absolutely unbelievable. All right. Next question. Do you sports? <laughs> I like to play sports on the beach, like beach volleyball, beach soccer. Okay. <laughs> Do you follow any sports? Are you a sports gal at all? No, not a sports I, gal. I, mm -mm. All right. Uh, how about your favorite food? What do you got? Hmm. I love cauliflower. <laughs> <laughs> cauliflower. That's a first. On the podcast. Um, but cauliflower is my favorite vegetable. You know, my favorite cauliflower dish is when they, uh, they grind it up to make it like mashed potatoes. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. It's so good. And they put cheese. <sighs> so good. That's, uh, that's been my, uh, that's been my favorite, um, since I had it with a, uh, it was a chicken piccata dish. It was unbelievable. All right. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee. Is it espresso? Is it lattes? Is it just black coffee? Uh, espresso or sometimes lattes or cappuccinos. Um, I'll, anything with coffee in it, I will drink. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right on, right on. Last, last book you read. Hmm. Right now I'm reading seven habits of highly effective people. Ooh, yes. Very good one. Mm -hmm. Very, very good one. All right. Uh, do you, do you have a favorite band? I noticed in your bio that you love live music. So yeah. do you have a favorite band? Um, it sort of just depends. I'm, I'm a lover of all music and it really depends on what I'm doing. If I'm, you know, hiking, I, I tend towards like more indie music. If I'm at the house, like just something, chill i love edm concerts i always go to bonnaroo and festivals um those are super fun to go to i love um instrumental if i'm just like hanging out on the port i mean it just really depends on what i'm doing all right all right that's i mean i'm the same way um i mean music has been my life forever but um uh, i'm the same way there's certain artists that just invoke certain moods or modes of the day yeah. And I just, I gravitate to that. Um, yep. And, but that's just the way my brain uh, works. That's cool. Um, do you have a hidden talent that we need to know about? Um, a hidden talent. Yeah. Something, something that I wouldn't necessarily think that you could do. 
I can do a handstand. You can do a handstand? I can't do a handstand. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I've never, actually, I don't think I've ever tried to do a handstand. I've, try, I've lifted a lot of weight, but I've not ever tried to do a handstand. We'll have to go to a yoga class together. We'll practice your handstands. All right. I like that. I love, I love hot yoga. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Let's go. I need, I need a place in Atlanta. Oh yeah. I know. I know exactly the teachers you need to meet. Perfect. Um, yeah. Uh, TJ and uh, Karen at Highland Yoga. You need to meet those okay. two. They're, they're unbelievable. Um, uh, they're both pretty well sought after people now. Um, but uh but they're but they're really unbelievable and they're both different. Um, you go to Karen's class and she'll just like beat you down like a drill sergeant. Um, <laughs> and uh, but if you go to TJ's class, you'll like walk away like being um, uh, you'll walk away being really well worked out, but also very enlightened. Yes, yeah. very enlightened. Okay. But there's absolutely one guy above all that you have to take a class from here in Atlanta. His name is Greg, and he is at uh, Tough Love Yoga. Okay. Um, in Candler Park. He's, he looks like he's 45, but he's like 70-something. Oh, my gosh. And he is unbelievable, like, unbelievable teacher, um, unbelievable, like, spirit of a human. Like, you, you feel like you're a better person just kind of being around him, you know? Um, you would, that's a guy you gotta meet. Um, uh, and they're also that, 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 that studio is pretty cool too, because they do a, um, they do like a, uh, like a, a metal yoga class where they play nothing but like straight metal. Oh my God. So yeah, it's, they're kind of wild and crazy. They got some wild and crazy ideas, but it's, it's kind of cool. It's like, you just, you're doing like, you know, you're, you're uh, you're doing your downward dog and you're uh, listening to like thrash metal. It's pretty pretty that. cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> I, I, coming from this guy, kind of like that. Um, well, I got to tell you, it's been an absolute joy to hang out with you. Um, give us your website, any of your social vitals, all that stuff. Tell us tell us what that is. Absolutely, and I've so enjoyed being on the show. Thank you so much for inviting me. Um, you can learn more about Wildflower Wedding Planning at wildflowerweddingplanning.com. We are also on Instagram, Wildflower Wedding Planning, and Facebook, Pinterest, LinkedIn, all the things. So, love you. It. heard it first here, people. Chloe Jackson, Wildflower Weddings. Make sure you check them out online and all the socials. Thank you so much for being on the show today, and you're coming back soon. Yes. I'm excited. Thank you. <laughs> All right, great. And uh, un until next time, we'll see you next time.